0: what's up guys thank you so much for waiting for me here we go welcome back to half the battle i'm your host as always daniel levy and derek brunson just gave edmund shabazi in the vet lesson but before we get started just got to mention tonight's live stream is sponsored by squares and sharps what winners wear they are the brand for sports better show off your sports betting pride with them and always get the best of it I want to personally thank squares and sharps for their support of half the battle what they're doing for the community and for sending me this fucking awesome hat thank you guys so much for your support now gentlemen and ladies let's get right down to business because uh derek brunson went out there and gave edmund shabazian the vet lesson and a half and i mean we were always wondering what's going to happen if uh edmund goes past the first round because the one time he did go past the first round i mean let's be honest shit got sketchy And I honestly, like, had an issue with that fight being scored a split decision. I'm talking about the Darren Stewart fight, of course, because I thought the first two rounds were clear for Edmund, last round for Stewart. But still, you saw that, man, if he can't get that first round finish, you know, things might tend to fall apart a little bit. So what I'm thinking here is that this kid got rushed a little bit. I mean, he's only 22 years old. He's just a kid. And the reality of the situation is that He's got 11 wins and 10 first-round finishes. So, I mean, the guy's barely had 10 pro fights. The one time he went out the first round, shit got sketchy. But look at the level of competition, too. Charles Bird, Darren Stewart, Jack Marshman, right? And we're already talking top 10. And I understand he knocked out Brad Tavares in the first round. And I hate to be the guy to discredit a win like that. But the reality is uh, Brad was coming off a serious, hellacious ass-whooping against Izzy Adesanya. it's pretty evident that you know brad's on his way out now brad hasn't been the same since that ass whooping so i feel like you know edmund had a fantastic performance against brad but he capitalized uh you know on on a washed up fighter it is what it is so i kind of think man he got rushed to the top 10 because if you can't beat brunson that means that you're not quite ready for these killers in the top five i think we can all agree edmund needs a little time now i think one day he will be in the top five i mean like i said he's only 22. just got rushed the hype was something else so let's take it slow with this guy you know what I mean because you don't want to you don't want to end a career here so Brunson I mean look it's still the same old Brunson that we know and love you know what I mean it's just uh he's he's that litmus test uh you know he's the gatekeeper for the top five if you can't beat him you're not gonna enter the top five I mean Robert Whittaker he knocked him out got the title shot Izzy Adesanya knocked him out you know got the little exhibition match with Anderson Silva then got the title shot so Edmond and man, it's really good. They put him in there with Brunson because could you guys imagine the massacre if they put him in there with a Whitaker with a Till, with a even a Hermanson at this point. So but the but the funny thing is not funny. But the the thing about it is, is that since he is in the top 10, he's probably gonna have to fight like Kelvin Gastelum his next fight, which I know Kelvin's coming off three straight losses. But man, uh one thing about Kelvin is he doesn't uh, he doesn't slow down in the later rounds. I know against Izzy, that's one thing, but you know Edmund ain't on no Izzy level. And I'm saying that uh, Edmund, if he slows down after that first round against a guy like Kelvin, Kelvin's going to tee off on him in the second and third. So I think that uh, my dog's uh, walking around here making a lot of noise. But I, I think that, uh, man, we, we got to be careful what we do. I want to kind of go back to those opponents that he was fighting before, like the Stuarts, the Marshmans the um you know a guy like spicely you know let him let him feast on guys like that for a little bit and you know take it from there because the top 10 is too much too soon for him now derek brunson good job brunson uh now you got another big fight so i mean i initially wanted Hermanson to fight whitaker but it seems like the ufc they're not gonna you know guarantee jared Cannonier that next title shot you know the winner of izzy and costa so what they're gonna do is they're going to do Whitaker versus Cannoneer, which I did not expect at all. So that's going to be really interesting. So with that being said, I mean, I guess the the move to make is Brunson versus Hermanson, right? Is that is that what y'all want to see? Brunson versus Hermanson? Or is there another middleweight prospect that needs to be tested by Brunson at this time? Let's take a look at these rankings because, I mean, he's basically the, you know, like I said, the gatekeeper of the top five. But the way that everything's booked right now, let's read it off real quick. You got... Izzy fighting Costa? You got Whitaker fighting Cannoneer. Yoel. Who knows what Yoel is doing? But Hermanson, Brunson, both coming off impressive stoppage wins. It seems like that's the fight to make. And uh, I know some people were saying, "What about Till? Uh, Till versus uh, you can do Till Brunson, or what about Till versus Shabazi?" And I say, take it slow with Shabazi, and let's not let's not do all that yet. No top ten guys for now. Let me take a look at who's at the end of the top fifteen and see if he can you know fight with any of those guys real quick. So we got carlos jr okay you know what i'm down with that what about you know shabazzian versus carlos jr i think that's a doable test you can we don't have to rush him out the top uh 15 but at least you know give him someone towards the end of the top 15. so i'm cool with uh carlos jr not vittori is too much for him right now uh, man probably not heinish either right because heinish can one thing about heinish is that you start to slow down in that third round against a guy like heinish he will tee off on you y'all saw that omari Ahmedov fight so Don't put him in there with those cardio machines quite yet, you know, so, man, I feel like Carlos Jr. Out of the guys in the top 15, that's the most winnable fight for Shabazzian. But honestly, I think he should fight some guys outside the top 15, get some more experience, get some more seasoning. I mean, the kids only had, what, uh, 12 pro fights, only been out the first round twice. And we saw what happened tonight when he fought a top 10 guy. So let, let, let's take it slow with uh Shabazi. And then Brunson, like I already said, there's Till out there, there's Hermanson, which is the fight I want to see. And uh let's see what y'all are saying now. Let's take some, let's take these questions in, man. Damn, y'all, y'all got a long ass thread here scrolling up. So let's see, uh let's see what y'all gotta say. You know, one thing I gotta say about Brunson is that uh not just in the fight but all week i noticed that he was a lot calmer he wasn't like emotional in the face off like he was in previous fights because you know in that izzy fight kind of lost his mind not that he would have won if he was calm i'm just saying you guys saw how he's charging in there you know chin up in the air and he's getting better about that stuff you know what i mean the striking technique's still not the prettiest but it's getting better you know he's not uh doing the kind of shit he was doing against whitaker y'all i know y'all remember that fight so it's good to see Brunson calming down a little bit. You know, that work in Florida is paying off. He's down there, Sanford, MMA, which used to be, you know, hard knocks the black zillions with uh, coach, Henry Hooft. So it's good to see him, you know, relaxing a little bit. And listen, one thing about him is, you know, people kind of viewed him as this joke because of what happens every time he fights a top five guy. The thing is that this is how he looks when he's fighting non top five guys. He can go out there and show you a lesson that if you're not quite ready for this level, the experience will show and uh, that's exactly what happened and man uh, again I like how you know patient he was in there you know he was throwing that kick a little bit and then when it was finally time to let that straight left go he cracked Edmund hard and you know one thing is that he used to rush that straight left all the time here he wasn't rushing it at all so I really like seeing that so now let's see uh, what y'all got to say my boy gold caps what's up gold caps he says just glad I didn't bet Edmund or Calderwood. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't bet Edmund or Calderwood either. Uh, you know, uh, I can't sit here and take credit because I didn't bet, you know, Brunson or, or Maya. But, you know, in the show, I was definitely sketched out about Calderwood. I, you guys remember me saying that, well, we'll get to it soon. But, you know, that that title shot letdown when you're, you're, you're going to bed every night thinking about Valentina. You're waking up in the morning running extra miles because you're supposed to fight Valentina. And then they call you up. Actually, you got to fight someone you never heard of, uh, Jennifer Maya so yeah i can see why you know she didn't quite show up for that and also not to take any credit away from maya maya was sharp maya maya was landing shots on the feet maya owned her as soon as it hit the mat uh maya did her thing let's talk about uh the main event a little bit more though let's see what y'all got to say andrew d said i had calderwood and shabazian as the two in a last leg not surprised maya won but I am on how she won. Hasn't had a sub since 2014. Yeah, I know, but, you know, it's also kind of like Marina Moroz. You know, last time uh, Joanne didn't show up, she got subbed by an armbar from guard. First round against Marina Morose too. So with uh, JoJo, you just got to, you know, everything's got to be going perfect uh, for her. You know, so, yeah, it was already sketchy that she lost her title shot and was in this, you know, clear letdown spot. So you got to be careful, you know, laying chalk on, on someone like that. Martial arts fan, lost profit because of Calderwood. Jennifer looked sharp. Yeah, she did. You know, and it's funny because Valentina called her out. It's like she doesn't even, have, Maya doesn't even have to put any work to get that title shot. <laughs> the champion literally called her out on TV. You know, Valentina's like, shit, I don't know who else is willing to fight me. So, uh, man, is it going to be like minus 1,000 for Valentina, minus 1,200? What are you all thinking uh, for this Valentina versus uh, Jennifer-Maya fight? Because seems like that's what's going to happen. Calderwood looked slow and decision-making wasn't at all good. Man, she got cracked with some stuff, didn't she? Taylor Ramsey. Okay, sorry. Y'all are having a little little discussion there. That's cool. All right, Ben said, apparently Calderwood fainted after the fight and has to be taken to the hospital. Damn, I hope she's okay. You know, man, what's going on? What's in the air over there tonight, man? Trevin Giles fainted. Um, Joanne Calderwood fainted. Man, we just obviously wish them the best. You know, I saw someone tweeting something, and I wanted to make a little smart-ass subtweet, but I was like, man, you know, it's 2020. People don't have a sense of humor anymore, so I probably should keep that shit to myself. But uh, w- one of the, you know, journalist people, uh, <laughs> that's even funny to call him that, but, you know, w- one of the, you know, journalists with the blue check mark was talking about how, uh, how, uh, you know, he's a Houston cop. How could he be scared of anything? And, you know, obviously, like, I don't think Trevin Giles is, is scared, man. I think he fainted. I wish him the best. But, you know, since we like to joke around a little bit, I was going to subtweet and be like, well, you don't get guns in the octagon. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, I, uh, that that's my opinion on that. But, yeah, I, I wish uh, Trevin Giles nothing but the best. Sucks we didn't get to see Kevin Holland. You saw, you guys saw Kevin uh, Holland calling out Ed Herman. He wanted to fight him tonight. My boy Gold Cap says something in the air at the Apex. Yeah, it must be because... Uh, that, that was uh that was something you know all the fights getting canceled you know people uh fainting multiple people fainting covid man i uh, i hope it's the opposite next week and i hope that everyone's good to go you know what i mean andrew d says not sold on costa i thought he lost to romero should be a fun fight though i mean he lost a round to to romero but he definitely didn't lose uh two rounds to him so i i got a 29 28 costa but this is going to be the fight where we truly find out here against Izzy Adesanya. So I definitely agree that uh, we definitely got to be tuning in, my man. That's for sure. <laughs> Goldcast says, bleach hair favors Izzy. Hey, not the, the bleach hair has been hit. Shit, I, I saw I just uh, beach balled a little bit to make sure I'm still, uh, make sure y'all can still hear me but uh okay now now i'm seeing the live questions because i guess everything i was answering before was before i went live my boy nick was wondering where i'm at i'm right here my guy i'm right fucking here don't you gotta worry if i tell you i'm going live i'm going live even if we're fashionably late don't forget davison dice do Figueroa. never forget him where you at george <laughs> i appreciate you andrew Martial arts fan, do I think uh Durden got a 10-8 first round? Yeah, I do. I mean, Chris Gutierrez landed one fucking strike and got his back taken for four minutes. So, I mean, yeah, it's a 10-8 round. Uh, and shout out to Cody Durden going out there on a week short notice, the biggest step up in competition he's ever faced, the UFC against the hardest kicker in the division besides Marlon Marais. Uh, you made us proud, buddy. You went out there got to a draw in your first ever fight on short notice up weight class like way to represent my guy cannot wait to see you with a full camp and uh y'all notice uh cody went out there and threw some kicks back at, at uh chris gutierrez i know guys like uh vince morales or whatever wasn't doing all that so shout out to cody Duran. he will be back for sure what about cody Duran versus that kid vince cachero that fought uh emmers tonight y'all want y'all down with that fight cody Duran versus uh, cachero i think that's the fight to make and Spoiler alert, I got Cody Durden in that spot, but there's a lot of things you can do with Cody. We'll get to him soon. I mean, Cody Durden or Smolka, what about about that? Y'all down with that? Y'all see the smile on my face? (laughs) Andrew D says it was a clear 10 8 round. I agree. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. It was a 10 8. Look, all three unanimously gave a 10 8 to him. And you know, you had people crying about how you know their minus 350 didn't cash. Look, it's not my fault you put a minus 350. And all three judges unanimously score the first round 10-8. So don't don't cry about that. You know what I mean? Uh so props to Cody. You know, as a plus two eighty dog getting to a draw, that's what's up. Push is better than a loss, especially in a parlay. Push is better than a loss, period. Chris and Cody uh fades in their next fights. Uh I mean, I think is I think you can't say, you know, blank statements like that, man. I feel like it's all matchup dependent. It all depends on the matchup. So, you're telling me right now, if Cody Dern gets matched up with that kid, Vince Cachero, you're betting on Vince Cachero. You tell me right now, if Chris Gutierrez gets matched up with shit, Louis Smolka. You're going to fade uh, Chris Gutierrez. I don't think so. It's all about the matchup. So, yeah. Because, like, again, you could say, oh, I'm going to fade Derek Brunson. I'm going to do all these things. But, like, dude, it's all about the fucking matchup. Where you at? I'm right here. What's up, my boy Z? Andrew D says Edmund versus Jocko. Nah, Jocko just got booked versus Muradov. Uh, Makhmun Muradov. I like that kid a lot. He's got some very sharp hands. He's got some good reactive takedowns. Um, sometimes might play around a little bit in there, but he's super confident. I like what he brings to the table. Now he's got a little experience inside the octagon. Obviously, y'all know he's represented by Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather's first ever MMA fighter that he's represented. So that's pretty cool. So Definitely gonna be tuning in because this is a step up in competition. Uh, You're not fighting Trevor Smith or uh, who was the first guy He fought again Uh, my boy Alessio Diki You're not fighting those guys anymore. So we'll see what happens Yo, where BFP at I'm right here my guy even though I dropped my bottle cap. I am right here Matchmaking inside the top fifteen isn't hard. <laughs> BFP dipping his singer. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> thats funny. Y'all been liking BFP new thumbnails? Been getting better. Yeah, that my, my guy's making those thumbnails. Fucking coming through. I saw him playing uh war zone with with the with friend of the show Jamal Hill. Y'all gotta watch out for Jamal Hill. That's a top prospect. I know you. I know some of y'all are sleeping on him. Stop sleeping on him. Listen. Let me let me let me talk about Jamal Hill, because I love talking about Jamal Hill. First time we saw him fight in the UFC, goes out there, puts on a volume clinic, lands over a hundred significant strikes. Next time we see him gets a first round finish against a guy that beat Johnny Walker, against a guy that was, you know, going to all these decisions, you know, with Magomed Ankaleev and all these fucking guys, beat a bunch of Russians in Russia. And Jamal Hill makes it look like, dude, like you're not even near my level. And he's only eight and oh. So yeah, um, I think it's very bright skies for Jamal Hill. He's cause it's funny, I, like I told you all in the past, uh, a lot of my top uh, you know, light heavyweight prospects, they all lost last year. You know, Johnny Walker, uh, Mikal Oleg, Zaychuk, Jimmy the Brute Crew, he rebounded though. And I think uh, oh yeah, rocket uh he, even Reyes, he lost his title shot. So all these guys, uh all my top prospects, even though Reyes, he ain't a prospect anymore, he's a contender, but you guys know what I'm trying to say. You know, he's had less than 10 UFC fights, but uh my new light heavyweight prospect is jamal hill man so definitely keep your eye on him he is uh i'm very very impressed with what he brings to the table see lots of people wearing the sharp hat that aren't very sharp uh, that's not very nice well they were cool enough to hook me up squares and sharps i really appreciate them and uh you know thanks for what y'all are doing hit them up squaresandsharps.com maybe y'all like some of the hats maybe y'all can wear the hat or wear the square one too there's some cool dudes Shark, what's up, my boy Shark? You got to change the title to After the Battle, Dan. After the Battle, breaks down the matchups and styles after the battle examines the process. You know, I like that idea a lot. That's a, that's a good idea. He might be onto something. We might have a new show. Welcome welcome back to After the Battle. I like it. People counted out Brunson in, and you see what happened today. Yeah, Tehran, you're right, man. Uh, people did count out Brunson and I did see what happened today. oh my god I'm not gonna read that for the kids listening at home but everyone uh, looking at the screen that's fucking hilarious that same Brunson got his ass whipped by Israel yeah I mean look it's the same guy you know his his name is still Derek Brunson he was still born on the same day in the same place however he wasn't charging recklessly in this fight he didn't lose his composure in this fight so oh yeah and let me give a little credit to Edmund too because I want to I wanted to say a couple things that i forgot to say because you know i get carried away in these fucking things but basically i like how hard he throws i like that after brunson took him down the first initial time that edmund man he he kind of got pissed at that brunson took him down he's like man how dare you take me down he starts throwing some bombs at brunson i thought he was about to knock brunson out uh, towards the late you know first round but uh after you know after he kind of blew the load then brunson just really put it on him and honestly i thought it was a first round knockout i thought herb should have waved it off at that first round when he landed those punches on the ground brunson did i thought edmund was out man so i was kind of like man why uh why are they letting him come back out here so yeah uh, brunson did his thing tonight sean o'malley is getting rushed against cheeto Vera. you know that's a that's a very very interesting point you bring up there because uh you might be right. You might be right. You know, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm really ADD. So, all right, let's talk about this. O'Malley getting rushed against Chito Vera. So one thing I want to know, is Marlon Chito Vera going to take Sean O'Malley to that place that Derek Brunson took Edmund Shabazi into? That's what I want to know. Because, look, Sean O'Malley, you can definitely get a first-round knockout. So there's that possibility. However, if he does not get a first round knockout against the ultra durable and ultra tough and experienced Marlon Chito Vera, then what? So answer me down below. This this exact question: Can Marlon Chito Vera take Sean O'Malley to that place that Derek Brunson took Edmund Shabazzian to? Yes or no? Let me know. Jay Weezy says, Edmund Shabazz is trash. I mean, look, this is what happens when, you know, you take that first L when you're a huge favorite and you have a performance like that. And I don't think he's trash. I just think that he's 22 years old and got rushed to the top 10 before he was quite ready. I think we got to chill out, let him keep, you know, fighting on guys, you know, feasting on guys outside the top the top 15 and take it from there. Look, I think he's going to definitely be in the top 10 by the time he's 25, but he's 22 right now. So let's just chill out you know what i mean sean says brunson plus 300 brunson inside the distance plus 650 brunson plus uh brunson round three plus 1400 triple hit good shit man you should have let me know about all that beforehand sean i would have tailed you on that man sean also says i've seen these first round ko uh hype trains and lost money on them johnny walker won't happen again yeah for sure johnny walker uh Definitely let me doubt against Corey. And then Corey gets knocked out his next fight, of course, you know? So, uh, hopefully I'm still hoping Johnny can come back better because I truly enjoy watching him fight. I feel like some of those highlights, those are the kind of things the fans like to see. So we'll see, we'll see about his fight with uh, Ryan span. It's a great fight for a lot of reasons because Ryan span, let's be honest. He's kind of chinny. However, he's very crafty. He's got a sick guillotine choke. He's a He's long for the weight class too, just like Johnny. And Johnny is wrestling a suspect, but he can knock dudes the fuck out. He his vertical jump is insane. And that doesn't really matter for MMA, but it matters here because the guy can fly and knee like uh unlike anyone you've ever seen before. So I'm really excited for Johnny Walker versus Ryan Spann. Uh, who do y'all think wins that one? Martial Arts fan says O'Malley will show up. I'm sure I'm sure he will show up. 100 percent he's gonna show up. It's just more so than showing up. How does he uh fight and perform? when he gets to that place when they're both tired and it's not about you know the fast twitch anymore it's not about you know that you know initial first win it's about what happens when you have to bite down on that mouthpiece when shit gets tough that's what i want to know about o'malley we found out what happens now with uh with uh you know young edmund Shabazian. now that he's 22 right now he ain't ready for those deep waters down the line he might be i want to i want that question answered with o'malley too i gotta know man because Dude, like I love O'Malley. He's fucking awesome. But like you know, Eddie Weiland. Now I, 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 I'm not gonna you know discredit those wins. I picked him in all those fights. But like you know, Eddie Weiland, Sukumta, Teco, all these guys. Like these, these guys are not Cheeto Vera. So if he does that to Cheeto Vera, then we're like, okay, okay, may, maybe you can fight these top ten guys. But this is gonna let us know. And for Cheeto. You know, I'm curious what he brings to the table because he's got title aspirations of his own. This isn't just some guy that's going to take a knee in the first round and go home, you know, with half his paycheck. He's coming to win, so I cannot fucking wait. Nick says, Brunson versus Taylor Hermanson. Yep, yep, I agree. Daniel, what's up, Daniel? He thought Edmund would win, but he thought the line was off, so he bet Brunson. You know, I I like that line of thinking, man, that, You know, it's not about who you think is going to win as a pure pick. It's about where the value is with the line. So, yes, sir. Good bet. You bet like that long term, you'll be on the right side of the coin. Taylor says, my question is this. What happens if Adesanya beats Costa and Whitaker beats Cannoneer? Um, Yeah, it's a fantastic question. Uh, we'll definitely have to address that if that happens. Let's let's first see if that happens because there's a lot of ifs going on. So, got to take it one fight at a time. You never know what other middleweight fights will have taken place by then and how the landscape's going to change. So, we just got to take it one night at a time. Brunson versus Fat Boy. Who's Fat Boy? Kelvin? Nah. I mean, Kelvin's coming off three losses. I could see it. I mean, honestly, that's not a bad fight for Kelvin. But I guess since you know, one's coming off three losses and uh brunson's coming off a win they they might go in a different direction i don't think it's a bad fight though sean says i had him plus 300 was way off brunson should have been the favorite i don't understand it even even in the least uh you should have let me know man gold cap says carlos jr is perfect uh for uh shabazzian i'm glad i'm glad you think so man yeah i feel like out of all the guys in the top 15 that's probably the most winnable fight for uh shabazzian and the thing i like most about it is that you know just like shabazzian carlos jr is also known for fading in the later rounds so we'll see who's got that extra push uh, if the going gets tough there you know what i mean so that's definitely a fight i want to see nick wants to see brunson versus vittori yeah you know that's a that's a decent matchup rob says between you and me kelvin would flatline brunson yeah i would not be surprised that he definitely has the experience and the composure and all that stuff for a guy like that. Y'all got to send me some more questions. Why is Chris Weidman favored in the year 2020? Well, I I think it's a situation where, you know, there's a couple different ways to look at it. Like firstly, no matter how much we respect Omari and definitely he's in the best form of his career, but out of all the guys that Weidman's been fighting, this is a step down. You know, uh, all the guys he's been fighting are either champs or You know, top five guys and Omari. You know, currently, let's see what he's ranked. I'm pretty damn sure he's not top five. He's ranked number eleven. So, so yeah, this is like a step down on paper. It's just a question of is Weidman washed enough to where now he's going to lose the guys that are outside the top ten? So that's really what this is going to tell us uh, in this fight with Weidman and uh, Omari. Cloud, what's up, Cloud? He says Cheeto won against Song Yadong. Yeah, I thought so too, man. Uh, But you know, they're treating it like you won. You know, he's got a, a pay-per-view co-main event. You know what I mean? Like, they're rewarding my boy Cheeto Vera as if he's on a six-fight win streak because between you and me, Cloud, he is. So it's exciting times. CWU says Ray Borg should be released. Did anyone ever find out exactly what happened? Was he just having a bad weight cut or who knows what the hell the deal is, man? That guy's pulled out of so many fights. It's just that... He's definitely a UFC caliber guy. I mean, sometimes he'll go out there and, like, blow your mind. Like, that performance against uh, Bontorin, that was uh, some serious shit. I think he would have beat that kid Manus tonight, too, honestly. Um, You know, you saw some dude that took – you know, not some dude, but Johnny Munoz take the fight on, you know, a a day short notice going out there, picking him up over his head. I'm I'm very curious what Ray Borg would have done. Would he have went out there and, you know, set a takedown record or something among those lines? So, yeah. Nick Rodriguez says O'Malley by knockout. Yeah, look, I mean, I definitely think O'Malley's got a better chance to win by knockout than he does by submission or maybe by decision. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure what happens if it goes to the decision. I'm very curious about that actually. So I do agree with you. That's his path to victory. Gold Cap says Cheeto Vera is more gangster. I mean, I agree. The dude's from fucking Ecuador. He moved to the United States to live the American dream. Uh, dude's as gangster as they get, and he's paid his fucking dues too. I mean, who goes to Brazil to fight John Lineker? Sorry, my shit just did the little spins. But what's so impressive about Cheeto Vera going to the third round with John Lineker is that that implies, or winning the third round, excuse me, is that that implies that he ate all John Lineker's shots in the first and second. So that's a big, big deal in my eyes. Okay, so it looks like I uh, my shit scrolled down. So you actually got a bunch of questions I haven't answered yet. So that's awesome. I was thinking y'all were like running out for me. I was like, dude, this is the first time y'all came short, but y'all never come short, so I appreciate that. Edmund versus Anders. Hey, yeah, exactly. You know, Edmund versus Anders. You know, go in that direction. Um, shout out to my boy, your boy, Eric Anders. Really cool dude. Always been a supporter of half the battle uh, as uh, Eric Anders, so I fuck with that guy big time. Okay, okay. Now, now I'm catching up, so... Yeah, we already talked about that. Carlos Jr., perfect opponent. Danny says he thinks Yoel is fighting Jacare. Oh, yeah, is that true? I didn't know that. It's a, that'd be a good rematch. You know, we bet Yoel the first time, Cash those dog odds. That Was a, was that one of the Conor McGregor cards? I think it was. Taylor agrees uh, that Carlos Jr. makes the most sense for Shabazian. Nick wants to see Roberson versus Shabazian. I like that, too. I th- see, those are the kind of fights I'm talking about, so I like that as well cannoneer and brunson is what sean wants to see but cannoneer's already booked with uh whitaker so that's not gonna happen daniel says carlos is a serious test for edmund with the grappling yeah but listen man (laughs) like edmund's ranked like number nine or some shit and carlos is number 15 he's ranked ahead of him and it's like i think they realized they made a big mistake ranking him that high so listen he's still in the he's in the top 10 somehow so let him fight someone in the top 15 carlos is Carlos is the most doable one, or else you're going to get the kid hurt. You know what I mean? Or give him guys outside the uh, the top 15. Is Jocko not top 15? Uh, good question, Andrew. Currently, Jocko is not top 15. Um, but, I mean, I think we can agree he's a top 15 talent, like, you know, towards the end of the top 15, you know, he's also a good, you know, top 20 gatekeeper kind of guy. And we'll see if Murdov's ready for him. I like Murdov a lot. This is a fantastic test because you have to be a certain level to get past a guy like Jocko, so just like you have to be a certain level to get past a guy like brunson so let's see what happens sean says brunson got a new team and stayed at camp the whole time because covid instead of flying back home yeah yeah he's been doing his thing since he's uh, moved down to florida you know he's three and oh down there um and he's been beating these guys pretty convincingly too so it's, it's cool to see you know i'm happy for the guy because he's paid his dues too let him have some success you know normally in normal times he loses to the top prospects so it's cool to see that finally now you know 35 36 however old he is he gets some shine too on espn and edmund again 22 years old he's got plenty of time so i wouldn't be too down if i was edmund taylor says romero beat jacaray then jock then their second fight fell through last i heard romero was fighting uriah hall oh R- Romero and Uriah hall well that's a that's a hell of a matchup too CW says, why didn't the short fuse and Holland fight come to fruition? Uh, Because, I mean, you know, the event already started, and there are different weight classes. Um, it It just wasn't meant to be. Sean says, he lost to Whitaker and Izzy, and everybody makes fun of him. Shaking my head, they all lost tonight. Yeah, no, I think it's more so of... You know, just, you know, they're running with his chin straight up in the air, and people love to anoint these guys, the new, you know, everybody, the next champ. You know, they're doing it with Hamaev now. Hamaev only fucking fought John Phillips and uh, uh, Reese McKee. I got it right this time. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's see what happens when he gets to to a Brunson-type test. Let's see if he passes. Because I know everyone's saying he's the future champ, now, just like they were about Edmund. So, you got to see what happens when they step up in competition because – you know, no one's exempt from that first L, and no one is exempt from paying their dues either. that That's for damn sure. Daniel says, Jennifer Maya showed up. Yes, she did. Sean says, everybody lost on JoJo. I was never high on. I feel you there. Cloud says, does Maya, does Maya fight Calvillo for number one contender spot? It's a good question. Uh, I mean, she might have a direct path to a title shot just because uh, Valentina called her out. You know, and you saw that tweet on the broadcast, so she might just get to skip the line. But we'll see what happens. John says that minus 140 on Calderwood was a trap and a half. Yeah, it was, man. Um, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to be Mr. After the fact, but I didn't really see what the big deal was going into it. But not like I bet Maya either. So, I, you know, I can't brag or anything. But I was just like, uh, yeah, um, you know, she was getting ready to fight Valentina. She lost her title shot. Like, how are you going to get motivated to fight someone you've never heard of when you're waking up every day? You know, running extra miles to fight Valentina, she probably took her foot off the gas a little bit. You know, and that's what happens in the sport. You can't do that shit. MMA dog, what's up, MMA dog? Old school OG. He says this was a different Brunson. I think it threw him off. Give him Eric Anders. Um, give uh, Shabazi and Eric Anders. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Uh, I think I think that's a good suggestion. Valentina would have murdered JoJo. Minus 1,200. Yeah, I agree with you, man. And he's also got a Valentina minus 1,200 over Maya. Only minus 1,200? What about a minus 1,500? So AJ, what's up, AJ? He says, how about Jennifer Maya versus Cynthia Calvillo to determine the next contender? Yeah, look, it's a good fight to determine the next contender. But like I said, since Valentina called this girl out, you know Valentina's going to get what she wants. So we'll see. I mean, I I think she's probably going to bypass that Cynthia fight just because Valentina called her out. There might be a chance. Is Cynthia injured? Because I'm curious why Valentina didn't call her out. Maybe, maybe Valentina called her out too. Who the hell knows? So, I guess I guess I'll say this: If Maya doesn't fight uh, Valentina next, she'll probably fight someone like Cynthia. So, yeah. Vin- My boy Vincent, what's up, Vincent? All in on Brunson. Went from losing 300 to a 1K pro- uh, profit. Shout out to you and Shaq for the knowledge you share every week. Thank you. Thank you, my guy. I Hope everything's good with you. Much love, brother. Taryn Brown says, Giles fainted because of the weight cut. You think so? I mean, he had like, you know, over 24 hours to, to rehydrate. So you think he didn't put it back on well or something or – I mean, like, if you would have fainted on weigh-in day, that's a different story. But, uh, you know, right before they're about to walk out, I'm not sure that's weight cut related because he should have been fully uh, hydrated by then, right? Sean says, Trevin puts his life on the line, bro. Fist fight ain't shit. Yeah, I agree. Taylor says, real talk, a buddy of mine is HPD and knows Child well. He says, Childs is a legit good guy. Yeah, I mean, he seems like a nice guy and I enjoy watching him fight. Taylor says Costa beat Romero for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's not just opinion. It's fact. He did beat Romero. He got his arm raised. You know what I mean? Uh, still using AOL dial-up, DL. Yeah, something like that. I don't know why the fuck we always got that that problem, but hopefully y'all hear most of what I'm saying, you know? So, yeah, that 56K. What you know about that 56K? That robot dial-up. Cloud says, "What do you think of Derek Lewis' line? Seems way off. He's basically KO or bust. What's the line? Let me take a look. I take it one week at a time. So the line currently is Lewis minus two sixty-five, Olenek plus two twenty-five. Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, I guess I'll say this: If Derek doesn't knock him out, then the line's off for sure. If Derek does knock him out, then you know it makes sense. It's just that while Derek is not, you know, teeing off on people." He tends to like lose minutes of fights, so. But Alexi kind of runs himself into the ground in a in a five round fight. I think that the later going has to favor uh Derek, but there's always that chance that Alexi can get that early sub, and Alexi can crack too. So it's an interesting fight. I just know that like I feel like if I bet on Alexi, I know that we only have a certain window of time where we can win that fight type thing. You know what I mean? So that's why it's always sketchy. Warrior, what's up, Warrior? He says Durden smokes Gutierrez on a full camp. Yeah, look, I mean, I, I was I'm proud of the kid, man. To go out there against the hardest kicker besides Marlon Moraes in the division on six day notice, and and you're not fighting like an idiot, like you know, like Vince Morales. You're trying to k- trade kicks with him, even though my boy Durden did kick Gutierrez. But I'm saying that, like, you know, he wasn't just backing up taking shots. Uh, I like that he had the right game plan. He wasn't able to execute it good in the second and third round. You know that ufc debut the you know what happens that adrenaline dump uh kicked in and this is the biggest step up in competition he's ever faced his entire career but the way he handled it for that first step up i think he's got a bright future so yeah cody durden uh proud of that kid tonight for sure to go to a draw with uh, gutierrez in your debut that's solid and you saw the size difference too man gutierrez looked a fucking weight class bigger than him you know what i'm saying man i uh, durden looked small compared to him but durden's an animal so and durden did better than uh than vince morales then ryan mcdonald then Geraldo. you know what i mean so that that was that was good man i'm, I'm happy for him can't wait to see what he does next give him vince cachero right Duran wants tony ferguson versus conor mcgregor yeah why not it's a fun fight i highly doubt connor uh wants that fight he probably wants you know either a title fight or a diaz trilogy you know some shit like that martial arts fan says embers needs to tighten up the defense otherwise he's pretty big for the weight class man should we talk about embers uh i love his pace i love his output i love that performance by embers tonight now granted when he steps up a competition it might be you know a different story but here against that level guy he definitely like showed him that hey there there's levels to this shit and I thought that was a great performance for his first UFC win, and his post-fight interview was funny. You know, he's not going to let a little guy show him up. Thought that was funny. So, good shit by uh, by Jamal Emers. Martial arts fan says Borg would have won the fight versus Manus easy. Yeah, uh, I wonder how many takedowns he would have got. Would he would would he have uh, set a takedown record on a uh, Manus? Y'all think? Uh, how many takedowns y'all think he would have got? And do you think he would have survived the three rounds, or do you think Borg would have choked him out? So CWU wants to see Edmund versus your boy, my boy, your boy. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, a lot of us want to see that fight. Daniel says, Manus is no joke. How'd y'all score that fight? I thought thought we were about to see our second uh, draw of the night uh, when I hit the scorecards. But honestly, truthfully, like, okay, Munoz definitely won more minutes of that fight. It's just about how you score that second round because i felt like manis was controlling most of the second round but then muñoz got this big takedown so it just depends what you score what you favor more third round i gave to manis if i remember correctly and first round for muñoz so then you got the point deduction but even even without the point deduction it would have been 29 28 manus so he uh manis wins that fight with or without that point deduction according to all three judges teron says what if edmund loses the next fight well, again one one fight at a time we can't you know talk in like these what if uh, situations just got to see what happens and then take it from there Goldcap says you're right i thought brunson was a fade yeah again it just depends on the matchup kerr says getting tired of borg you might as well call it a career yeah but he's only like what 26 27 um he just needs to get whatever is going on outside you know what he's just got to get his shit together pretty much because I still feel like he's a very solid fighter you know what I mean and it's not like he's a guy that should be fighting on the regional scenes he's definitely a UFC level guy so I think he's just got to get it together we, we don't really know what's going on behind the scenes I don't I don't know shit about what's going on with Ray Borg so it's got to be something for him to pull out to that extent you know what I mean Taylor says Muradov ain't lost since 2016 either yeah, but now he's in the UFC swimming with the Sharks, so we'll see if he can keep that streak up. Uh, I definitely like what I see. The talent is there for sure. Martial arts fan says, Munoz, not bad though. Yeah, for a day for a day short notice, not bad at all. I mean, you got takedowns in the UFC fight. Let's see what happens on a full camp. Am I drinking water? Yeah, I'm drinking water with uh, some uh, Pedialyte, uh powder. You know what I'm saying? Shit tastes amazing. Jamal Hill is decent at Warzone. <laughs> Hell yeah, I heard. I heard my boy likes to camp out and snipe. Is that true? Rumors has it that he's a he's a pretty decent sniper. So, shout out to Z. Shout out to Jamal Hill. Preston Richards. Luke has won eight of his last nine. He deserves a big fight next. Neil versus Magny winner. I think he's won more than eight of his last nine. I think he's won more. I think he's won like ten of his last eleven. Let me let me look it up. Vicente. One thing about him is he wins fights. Oh, no, you're right, dude. Eight of his last nine. My bad. So, yeah. Um, yeah, why not? Winner of uh, Neil versus Magny. You know, he was initially supposed to fight Magny at one point, point. Um, and then I think he ended up fighting that kid, Krantz. Uh, Krantz stepped up when Magny pulled out. You know, it was that LGD4033 or whatever the fuck the, the shit was called that Magny was taking. And uh, then, uh, yeah, so I'm down to see Luke fight the winner of that. Look, honestly, though, Luke and Neil is such a good fight. Okay, I'm not gonna say anything against it. It's like I want to see—I kind of want to see Neil get that Tyron Woodley fight, but now he gets to, you know, take out Magny real quick, and we'll see what happens. But yeah, I like that suggestion for sure. Speaking of prospects, how about the hype train derailment era? I mean, this is this is nothing new, man. This has been going on for years. Uh, the the hype derailment. This is the UFC, the ultimate proving ground, and if you're not quite ready for the level they put you on, uh, it will be exposed. Very, very quick. Teron says, what weight class of Jamal Hill? 205. I know, right? The guy's fucking huge. You know, 6'4", with the massive reach. Uh, He's definitely one of these new breed 205ers. You definitely got to look out for him. Taylor Ramsey says, speaking of... Oh, okay. Sorry, I already read that. (laughs) Oh, you typed it twice. That's funny. Teron says, who are your lightweight and featherweight prospects? Uh, Ranked or not ranked? Um, There's this kid I like named Omar Morales a lot he is uh actually it's funny he's 35 years old but he doesn't have much mileage on him Um, i like watching him fight a lot comma worthy even though he's not you know a prospect he's kind of a veteran i feel like he's been flying under the radar in those divisions and yeah there's a lot of other guys too um if i had a list in front of me i could definitely i might i might have it written down because i always have my power rankings written down so okay i got i do have them so you know. There's guys like Demir Ismagulov who I like a lot. Uh, Armin Sarukian is really, really good. He looked amazing his last fight. So there's definitely a lot of guys as far as featherweight is concerned. You know, I fuck with my guy, uh, Sodiq Youssef, a lot. Arnold Allen, he's fucking awesome. Um, Mosar Evloev, he looked incredible his last fight. That heart he showed getting out that Dars, and then the way he pushed that pace. I really like him. Y'all might disagree, but I like this kid Nate Landwer a lot. He's a lot of fun. So there's a lot, there's a lot of prospects that I, I really enjoy watching. Uh, shout out to my welterweight prospect Jared Nitrain Gooden. Fight news coming soon. Squares and Sharps or Stars and Straps. Shout out to uh, Travis Barker. But yeah, uh, Squares and Sharps. Thank you very much for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. All right, Jerwin. with COVID creating unpredictable scenarios with fighters, do you see BFP recording later in the week more um, after weigh-ins in the future? Yeah, it just depends. Um, just depends how we're feeling. Like this card, I definitely wanted to pay attention to the weigh-ins. I want to pay attention to the weigh-ins, honestly, every week. Because uh, like I said, during this era, it's super profitable to watch the weigh-ins. We've already mentioned many examples, Collier uh, versus um, Aspinall. Volante versus Maurice Green, Kevin Aguilar versus Charles Rosa, Adishev versus Tyson Nam. So yeah, you definitely have to watch out. And I'm curious how some of these fights would have gone tonight had they not been cancelled. You know, like Ed Herman and Mershart. Like Kevin Holland and um Trevin. So yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that I'm curious about and definitely pay attention to the weigh-ins, especially in this era. Martial arts fan says Brunson has 100% takedown defense. Very, very impressive stuff uh, by Brunson. Kurt Flirt, too. What's up, Kurt Flirt? He says, Well, Brunson is actually taking the time to learn from his new trainers. It's noticeable. He's definitely a lot calmer, a lot more relaxed. He's not rushing things, he's not leading in with his chin straight up in the air as much. So. It's good to see. I'm still not convinced he can beat the elite of the, you know, the top five or anything like that. But yeah, I mean, he's definitely a top 10 guy. No questions asked there. Z says, I can't get away from Sean versus Andre fight. Chido destroys that Sean. Yeah, Sean's gotten better though. That's been, it's been like two, three years since that fight happened. He's definitely put on size. Um, he's getting a little more experience, but I still, still want to see what happens if Sean goes to deep waters. That's my big question. All right, Kurt says, so Eric Spicely says he's taking antidepressants for damage done to him after the Darren win fight. Why does Dana still have someone like that on the roster? But what do you mean? I mean, he got, you know, fight of the night, and I think that also that information wasn't, you know, something that was released publicly until yesterday when he tweeted that, and, you know, why are you going to cut a guy that, you know, for the... Look, I mean, if he doesn't pass his medicals, that's a different story, and if he can't make the weight anymore, then maybe they do need to part ways, but yeah, I think Spicy probably needs to take some time off and figure some things out and take it from there. But if he's healthy and fit to fight, I don't have an issue with them letting him fight. Or I don't have, yeah, I don't have an issue with them letting him fight. But I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a fucking doctor, so I, I probably shouldn't comment on that shit. But I wish him nothing but the best. And I think he's very brave for admitting that publicly. Taylor says, uh, "Okay, about the hype trains. Yeah, yeah, yeah." Okay. I think I, I think I might've shown all these questions Teron says, I believe Cheeto will take Sean O'Malley into some waters. He ain't going to be able to swim in. Yeah. That's the big question. That's what I gotta know. Okay, here we go. Now, now we're getting caught up. So Taylor says Cheeto deserves respect. Yeah, I agree. Daniel says span gets his hand raised again. Okay. So you think, do you think span is gonna choke, uh, Johnny Walker? Do you think he's gonna win a decision or possibly knock him out? Um, I'm, I'm curious. Because Span's gotta make sure that chin doesn't get touched. I'll tell you that right now. Taylor says he might take Walker in that one. KV Smooth, what's up, KV Smooth? Do I like Lewis against Olenek? Um, not at that price, but you know I'm definitely a fan of Derek Lewis. He's awesome to watch, and I think he's obviously got a chance to win by knockout. Z's MMA, what's up, Z's MMA? He says, youth is an advantage, but so is experience. A rule of thumb I find helpful. Consider the age gap, but also the age relative to 30. Case in point, Martinez, 26, versus Signs, 39. Edmund, 22, versus Derek, 36. Yeah, you could say that, but you could also say Signs completely washed up, and Derek's currently a top 10 fighter. You know what I mean? So there's also, you know, where exactly they are in their current career. Taylor says, no disrespect, with Span did lose to Giles. Yeah, but that was like a million years ago, and it was in a different weight class. He, he's definitely uh, he's put in some work since that fight. CW says, is Black Beast ready for old man Olenek, Dan? Good question. I, I'm, I'm very curious uh, to know. Valerie says, Edmund needs to get a, a camp that has legit ground game. I mean, they want a bunch of UFC belts with arm bars, So, I mean, I don't think that they don't have a legit ground game. I just think that, you know, Brunson's a guy that has an 100% takedown defense. He's a former is it D1 or D2. You know, he's a high-level wrestler. And, uh, you know, Edmund just fought a better guy. I don't think that Edmund needs to make all these huge changes or anything. He's just got to take the right fights and develop properly, you know. Andrew says, agreed, Taylor Ramsey. Or he agrees that Cheeto beat Song, and Song is lucky. So I was not just lucky for that fight. He's lucky for the Cody Stamen one, too. Because I thought Cody Stamen low key won. I don't care what anyone says. I know some people disagree, but nah, I, I had Cody Stamen winning and I had Cheeto winning, but I had Cheeto winning a little bit more obviously than Cody Stamen. But I thought they both broke Song Don. Tron says Sean O'Malley is too cocky for me. I, I mean, I kind of like him, I think he's a cool guy. Um, it's just that again before you anoint someone a future champion let me see how they swim in deep waters Taylor says them Jacksonville judges bent over Cheeto, yeah they 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 fucked a lot of people with those uh, scorecards okay I already answered that I agree okay sometimes like this shit will like scroll me down all the way we got to talk about Luca here in a second all right here we go it's almost time it's almost time to keep continuing I'm just scrolling up uh, this shit like randomly scrolls me all the way down and then I got to go up okay here we go and how about luke though He uh, he fucking did his thing all right here we go so Z's went for a slight profit congrats on your Z stellar's asking me how did i do today pretty wild event um i didn't have any bets uh everything i wanted to bet got canceled um when marcus perez got this new opponent yesterday at the weigh-ins uh dude i was about to put five or six units on marcus perez like he's so he was supposed to initially fight eric spicy and then spicy pulled out and then they call up this new kid who uh, who's been knocked out six times on the regional scene He's a welterweight. they were going to fight an 195 pound catchway. It was about to be an easy first round sub for uh, Marcus Perez. I was was about to put a lot, a lot on that. And I was also interested in Ed Herman and Cody Durden. I even wrote up a whole, a whole, uh, you know, breakdown for why I was going to bet Cody Durden. But then I was kind of like, man, am I too biased and shit? Cause like I talked to the dude and stuff and you know, um, I mean, he's my boy from ATL, but you know, it's funny that I'm saying that now, because in the near future, when one of my other friends gets uh, assigned to the UFC, you never know what happens. So it's all about the matchup. But yeah, I think that there were there was value on Cody Durden, regardless of the draw. You know, you'd rather go to a draw with a plus two eighty than with a minus three fifty. I'll tell you that right now. But yeah, uh, it's too bad uh, all those fights got canceled. So on to next week. Rob says he put a grand on Martinez minus two hundred. Great bet, fantastic bet. I, I feel like I should have done the same thing myself. So yeah, Martinez easy work against Frankie Signs just blew him out the water. Uh, and man, it's too bad Martinez missed weight because had he uh, had he made weight, he would have got a performance bonus for sure. I feel like so. But regardless, good stuff by him. Valerie says should Shan change camp to somewhere with a better ground game? Did I already answer that? JJ says, Omari's going to murk Weidman. Yeah, possibly. I mean, Weidman gets murked a lot, you know, (laughs) so we'll see if he gets murked by someone outside the top 10 now. Okay, real quick. Bo says, Brunson with his new cardio is a tough style. Well, it's more so his pacing, you know. I don't think that he's, like, running more miles now or something. I think it's just he's pacing himself a lot better. He's a lot more uh, relaxed out there. And, you know, again, the guy's truly paid his dues, man. You know, again, experience counts for a lot in this game okay luke time man luke did his thing eight out of nine very impressive who's next for him all right we already talked about the magni and neil winner but let's talk about the performance itself so i mean kind of went how i thought it was gonna go you know i thought the calf kicks were gonna be a major factor because for whatever reason randy does not check kicks he didn't do it in the barb fight he doesn't check kicks period and randy doesn't really like that war randy doesn't like getting mean and i gotta say he did bite down he you know he's a tough guy you know he did try this time but man he had a lapse at the end of the second round you know it starts to put his hand down to try to knock get knee, and like before he could do it boom eats the knee and gets knocked unconscious so it was definitely a lapse by by randy brown but regardless of that luke was winning the entire fight up until then and luke was on his way to winning on multiple occasions you know he knocked him down he with with a hook, he or was it a hook or was it an overhand right? I don't remember, but he knocked him down with punches. He knocked him down with a calf kick. So luke did his thing, very impressive, and I like that he didn't take too many clean ones this time. You know, it's a step in the in the right direction. Our criticism for luke has always been like, dude, like we love your warrior spirit. You're amazing to watch. You throw bombs. You can knock people out, choke people out, but can you just not take so many clean ones and I feel like tonight was a step in the right direction so i hope to see more of that from luca you know what i mean uh because i want to see the guy have a long career you know he's still in his 20s he's got a 12 and 3 record in the ufc at 28 years old so a uh, bright future for Luca. hopefully this is a sign of things to come in terms of his defense because we already know his offense has always been amazing it's vicente the silent assassin luke guy's an absolute killer if you're not quite on vicente's level he's not just gonna beat you he's gonna knock you out viciously so Very, very impressive performance by Vicente Luque over Randy Brown. Gabe said, did Edmund at least win round one? Uh, Yeah, you could definitely make the case. Uh, He he won round one. It was definitely a close round. Um, Just depends what you favor more. Oh, wait. Sorry. Edmund was on his way to winning round one. Sorry, sorry. I kind of forgot that he almost got knocked the fuck out at the end of round one. So, no, no, no. Edmund did not at least win round one. Um, Brunson, 100%. One round one. I mean, Brunson knocked him out in round one. Uh, They just let it continue to the second. So, yeah, I mean, uh, Edmund had his moments in round one, but Brunson won round one. Brunson finished him in round one between you and me, Gabe. Teron says, who would I pick between Tony and Connor? Um, Connor early, Tony late. Z says, Vittoria is a serious beast. He's a gladiator. You know, for not being Roman. Oh, wait. Is he? Is he? Uh, is he from Rome? Where? Where? Where in Italy is he from? Let me. Let me take a look real quick. He's from Trento, Italia. So he's not quite from Rome, but fuck it, we'll we'll call him. We'll call him a gladiator, anyways. Taylor says he's got Akhmedov over Weidman. I mean, I could see it just, again, you know, it's a step down in competition for Weidman. Is Weidman completely washed, or has he just been fighting the best guys on planet Earth? That's uh, what remains to be seen. SC for all says Shabazzian versus Alvy to get back on track. Yeah, why not? You know what I mean? Th- those kind of fights, even though Alvi's at 205 these days, but those kind of fights, I agree. Andrew says, do you agree with Maya and Luke getting the performance of the night bonus over Brunson? Oh, shit, Brunson didn't get a performance of the night? For real? Hold on, is that true? man, that's tough. That's tough. I definitely would have given it to Brunson uh, for sure. Oh, was that round three that he, uh, wait, sorry. My memory's all fucked, man. Um, so maybe going back to that other question, maybe it was, uh, maybe Edmund did win round one and I'm not remembering correctly. And it was round two where he almost got knocked out and then round three started and that's where it finished. So yeah, sorry, man. When I when I watch these fights live, I'm not analyzing. I'm just watching to, you know, be entertained and cash bets and tonight there were no bets. So it was just to be entertained. So it's kind of a different, you know, viewpoint than when you're analyzing it. You know, it's a Saturday it's a Saturday night or Sunday morning now. But uh yeah, so back to the other question about did Edmund even win round one? Um, yeah, uh, you can make a case for it, but it was close. But then round two, I thought he got knocked out and then they let him come out for round three and it was over. But as far as mine, Luke getting performance of the night. Um, I mean, those were definitely performances of the nights. It's just uh, Brunson had one too, so it's tough. I hope they they give they gave him a little something under the table. And uh, Bobby Green and Lando definitely got the fight of the night. We'll talk about that soon. Daniel says, I think Omar should be favored since he's in a better spot in his career for sure. But you're right. It's a step down. Yeah, well said. You know what I mean? Uh, he's definitely got the better current form. It's just also about... Um, where wideman's at i agree with you mma dog do you consider what randy brown did a stunt well yeah what he did at the end was 100% a stunt but it was also like he was on his way to losing the fight anyways he would have lost regardless um but yeah it was a stunt um some uh, water with some pedialyte powder is what i'm drinking taylor uh rob says both Edmund and his younger brother are first round or bust Okay, it's good. To, it's good to know that for for future reference. But I also think, again, man, he's twenty two. Let, let's let's give him a little time. You know what I mean? Okay, JJ clarified for us that two out of three judges gave Derek Brunson round one. Okay, all right. So no, uh, Edmund did not win round one. JR Smile says, "Do you think Israel getting into the UFC at a later age helped him overall mature?" Yeah, could be. You know what I mean? Uh, some guys. It just really depends who you are. You know, John Jones was the youngest champion in UFC history. Izzy. Um, I also think that it's more so, you know, with Izzy's style that he couldn't just jump into the UFC early because you know he needed to round out his game and get shit in order in terms of the ground game. Whereas John Jones already came in with that wrestling background, which is like a huge advantage. So I, I do think that you know Izzy getting in at a later age helped him overall uh, to mature. So fantastic question. nick rodriguez says o'malley is more gangsta he is friends with snoop Doggy dog yeah i love when uh i love when snoop dogg commentates those uh those contender series fight he was definitely hilarious daniel says he bet brown at plus 155 it kind of hurt those leg kicks played a bigger factor than he expected yeah i mean you could definitely see it on tape you know in that Barberena fight he was definitely not checking kicks and Vicente came out a little bit more defensively aware, which I was really happy to see on his part. John says, How do you like the Yan Zonan opening line? Man, I wish there weren't these small ass limits, you know, and one book on the opening line. I wish it was something that you could go out there and fire hard because you know for a fact you're gonna be plus odds on Yan Zonan against anyone in that division. Uh, we're we're firing. So yeah, that's what I think. Taylor says, go back and watch old O'Malley uh, amateur tape he struggled on the mat yeah i know i watched those fights i know he's had those moments but i don't put any stock into that yeah amateur fights so you can't watch amateur fight the cat pro fights but i still want to know what happens in deep waters uh in 2020. payment says can you please do your prediction video a couple days earlier this next card so th- my boy Payman wanted to hear an eric spicely versus marcus perez breakdown uh, timor valley versus uh jamal embers breakdown so you you didn't want to hear the uh vince cachero versus jamal Emmer's breakdown you want it early look i really appreciate you wanting me to uh put out content for you i appreciate you listening to to uh what we do and supporting thank you so much payment truly appreciate it man rob says what were your plays tonight bro i think i was that you that asked that earlier or was that someone else but i, I didn't have any plays all my shit got canceled or I didn't even bet anything, but what I wanted to bet got canceled. I mean, DraftKings was real fun night, losing Holland five minutes before the fight. Oh, my God, man, that sucked. I had him in some of my lineups. Is this juice you're drinking? I mean, might as well be right. It tastes good. Taylor says he truly believes Diwali Wheelie gives O'Malley issues. Yeah, I think he could too, but he's fighting Dodson, though. O'Malley, martial arts fan says O'Malley won grappling matches recently. You look at his topology. I know I saw him choke out a Takanori Gomi. That was pretty badass. You know, even though Gomi's at the tail end, it's a different sport. Still a 55 or versus a 35er. Still a former Pride champ, so that was pretty cool. Daniel says, How would you line Murdoch versus Jocko? Well, for our sake, hopefully Murdov's the underdog, right? Kurt Fleur says Edmund versus Holland. Hey, I'm down. I'm down. Why not? That's a very fun fight but the thing is i think holland wants to fight like next week and edmund probably needs some time off after he just got tko'd so yeah i think we should you know take it slow martial arts fans says took an Elda hector lombard strange who took an Elda hector lombard taylor says romero versus hall is confirmed august 22nd muñoz versus Ed- edgar oh nice and there's another fight august 22nd that uh I can't quite say yet but just just wait just wait till you hear what's happening august 22nd just remember i alluded to something happening august 22nd and uh you'll hear it first from me so just wait teron says it really amazing amazing me how people are writing off tony ferguson since he lost to justin saying he's old and needs to retire bet if tony would have beat justin no one say he should retire. Yeah, but he didn't beat Dustin or uh, Justin, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, he's still a top five guy, so we'll see what he does next. Kyle says, yo, Dan, showing some support again as always. Absolutely thank you for all your time. Uh, Great night of fights. Thank you for your time, Kyle. Truly appreciate it. CW says, is Valentina healthy? Um, I don't know. Is she? Jerwin says, who are you looking forward to watch most on Dana White, choosing that contender? Um, Kenny Cross and Bruno Oliveira. I didn't really want to say anything because i want to see what the odds are but yeah candy cross and bruno Oliveira are two guys i'm really looking forward to seeing kenny cross a very dangerous striker in the lightweight division serious knockout power he's long and um he's the real deal and then bruno Oliveira, he's fucking vicious at 185 he's huge he's like a six foot five you know johnny walker looking guy for a 185 and he's like this muay thai champion but people don't really know about him but he's like a he's like a secret weapon down at att Look out for Bruno Oliveira. Z says, I want to do this one with you tonight. Do what you want to you wanna hear like here on the show or, or on Warzone or or what? Taylor says, speaking of Shaq, when are we gonna get our boys on the post fight show? Love hearing his input. Uh, let me message him right now, see what he's doing. Yo, what up, Shaq? You wanna come on this live stream for a few minutes with me? All right, let's see if he responds. Brett says, we hit hitting uh, my boy Omari next week. Could be the last time to fade Weidman. Uh, possibly. Uh, we'll have to watch tape. We'll have to look at the odds and see what the numbers say and take it from there. Taylor says, am I the only guy who thinks Olenek beats Lewis? Um, no, I mean, look, if that fight hits the mat and um, all, you know, Olenek's got that schoolyard headlock, you know what I'm saying? That Ezekiel choke, he's got, he's got past the victory for sure. It's just he's got a certain time frame, in my opinion, when he's got to get it done. J.J. says, Lewis minus 265 too high. Lewis gets put on his back way too much for those odds. Yeah, it's just a five-round fight thing um, that makes it kind of interesting. Toronto says, oh, I think I already answered that. Kyle Miller gives a hand clap to Durden. Hell, yeah. Got to do that. Got to tip my cap. I'd like to get him on here. Um, His phone's probably blowing up right now by so many people that he probably wouldn't even see my message if I messaged him anyways. Um, You know, like – when you get when you get signed to the UFC and hold on one second, when you get signed to the UFC, you know on a week notice and um, you know you you fight like he fought, you know get a draw against a super tough guy who was on a three fight win streak in the UFC. His phone's fucking blowing up right now. My boy's from a small town in Georgia too, so this is like a big deal that like he uh, got signed to the UFC. You know, guy, yeah, it's a it's a huge deal. So. Shout out to Cody Durden. Durden was fighting a 41-year-old who was now 0-8 a year ago. Crazy he's now in the UFC. Yeah, but it's not like his whole career he fought 0-8 guys. I mean, yeah, you're a lot of style on some cans here and there, like in the regional scene. It's just about, you know, getting more comfortable inside the cage and you know taking fights to, to get to the UFC. So tons of your favorite fighters have done that. Go look at the fights Khabib was taking before he got to the UFC. You know what I mean? So, and plus, He proved himself tonight in the UFC against a tough opponent. So, yeah, I ain't going to talk no shit about my boy, Durden. Kyle Miller says, Dan, I had Munoz before you say anything. Um, You're talking about um, the kid Munoz that fought tonight? You're talking about Pedro Munoz uh, in a couple weeks. Rob says, the kid who fought Emmers was crazy tough. The knees to the body were brutal. Yeah, um, is Cachero Mexican or is he Hawaiian? Because either way, he's tough as fuck, man. And uh, that guy's durability was crazy. I want to see him and Durden fight. Daniel says, "Manas' takedown defense was good, but Borg is a different animal. Would love to see it in the future." Agreed. Agreed. Bro, can't believe you haven't talked about Martinez. Martinez looked fucking amazing, man. Borg reminds me of Gastelum. What do you mean, like with the with the weight shit? But we don't know for a fact if he was going to miss weight. There's a chance, though. There's a good chance. At this point, it's like the boy who cried wolf, right? Pineapple Cook says Munoz won that fight 10-8 round one and won round three. How did man- Manus win by unanimous decision? Because the judges scored the second and third uh, for Manis is what I'm guessing. Kyle Miller says, yeah, how about Martinez versus the vet, Sands? Oh, man, he uh, he destroyed Frankie Sainz. And Frankie Sainz tried his best. He's a max effort guy. It's just that when you're 40 years old in the bantamweight division of today, of 2020, and, you know, if this was 10 years ago, Frankie Sands would be fighting in the flyweight division. So." Yeah, it's uh one of those situations where it's a uh, wrong place, wrong time baby, you know what I'm saying? So uh props to Jonathan Martinez and I love the aggression from Martinez. I love the output. I love how he's starting off with those teeth to the body, kind of get the air out, get those hands to drop, then he starts going up top and then when Frankie got desperate tried to close that distance, that's when he, you know, clipped him with that knee up the middle. Now he's got two knockouts with that in the UFC. So beautiful stuff by Martinez jj says martinez missed weight by a mile didn't even try beat a nearly 40 year old very little credit to him yeah i mean whatever got his win bonus you know what i'm saying went out there won the fight uh and didn't just win he styled on him too it's not like he barely squeaked by i mean he destroyed him pillar to post so yeah kyle says luke first man to KO Bilal. hopefully the only you know what i mean shout out to my boy Bilal. uh that's a real dude i love Bilal. Ron says Edson is fighting Jeremy Stevens in October. Thoughts on that fight? Great fight. Fucking great fight. And makes sense. You know, both guys are in similar spots in their career. I think Jeremy's winless in his last five. Edson's on a three-fight skid. And plus, they've both been in the UFC for a long time. Both actually got some hard kicks. Uh, obviously, Edson's always been known for his kicks, but Jeremy can kick some calves, too. Don't, make no mistake. I'd say Edson's got better kicks, but Jeremy probably uh, punches a little harder, and you know, at 45, it's going to be interesting. So, yeah, I'm excited for that fight. I think they probably line Edson a slight favorite there. Taylor says, way off subject, but since we're talking 185, Puna Haley Soriano, you got any ideas of any opponents for him? Yeah, um, he was supposed to fight someone, but it got canceled. Let me look up who, who it was real quick, and I'll tell you. So, Puna Haley Soriano, shout out to that guy. He came through against uh, Oscar Pihota. He was supposed to fight... Eric Spicely and Anthony Hernandez. Yeah, why not? Give them some shit like that. You know, just, again, take it slow with these guys. Let them get their feet wet in the UFC. And uh, take it from there. Oh, shit. My boy Z just gave me a shout-out on uh, on Twitter showing the kind of th- the kind shit I do for the team on Warzone. Check it out. I just retweeted it. So... Uh, Keith says, dude, that Durden call was so good. I thought he was going to edge it. That second round was close. Yeah, He did his thing. I think what what happened in the second round, he almost edged it at the end there. But that armbar attempt, I don't think he was expecting that armbar attempt. You know, He was only really worried about Gutierrez's kick, so he didn't really think there was any threat whatsoever on the mat. So I think that kind of surprised him a bit, and then he kind of gave up the round as a result. Daniel said, I was worried about the damage Luke has taken, but he's really tying up his defense, which is a great thing to see. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I totally agree, and I was really happy that, you know, like I said, it's a step in the in the, in the the right direction. So I hope he can improve upon that and go out there, keep winning fights. Keith said he caught Brunson at plus 220 after the first. Good shit, buddy. Congrats, man. Larry Dallas says, Luke is small for 170. He should drop to 55. What? <laughs> Could you imagine? Would he, like, cut off his leg to – to make a uh, 55. No way in hell, dude. Vincent says make Brunson versus Chimayev so Brunson can stop another hype trade. <laughs> okay, real quick, because I got to know how high on Chimayev y'all are. Let me know in the comments below who y'all got they make the Brunson versus Chimayev fight. So, oh, oh, also let me know this is it Goat Mayev or is it Fraud Mayev? Let me know in the comments below, please alonzo says my boy vincent started oh excuse me, my boy vicente started doing well but he always got into brawls yeah he, he uh guy's an animal guys guy lo- guy lives and dies for the brawl cloud says vicente is definitely one of those dudes you don't want to fight um better be ready for war Alanico price or you got to be a serious technician otherwise that dude is gonna um otherwise that dude is fucking you up bad yeah well said man uh you have to be a certain level to beat a guy like vicente uh luca you got to be willing to go through that war that fire to beat a guy like him uh vicente is a serious guy in the welterweight division and he has been for a while and then he's been paying his dues now he's won eight of his last nine so rob says we both know you're feeding Wyman, bro i mean maybe maybe not uh again um fight week for uh this next card starts tomorrow so gotta. i will definitely take a look i'll definitely be watching tape on that fight that's for damn sure um i also remember omari tends to gas out in the third round uh historically speaking so what if wideman doesn't get knocked out and can extend it then what you know what i mean so there's a lot to find out uh when i when it's time to research that fight i'm looking forward cal says luke first man to ko bilal first man to sub price First man of KO, Tiago Maheda. List goes on. He's the man. He is the man. He is what we like to call a winner. Daniel says, not high on where at all, but we'll see you. Went tooth and nail with a shot fire like Elkins. All the blood from Elkins, I feel like, had an effect on the judging. I don't think that was really tooth and nail, man. I think that was more so he he felt so unthreatened by Elkins that he fought with his hands down, hits Elkins with shots, then he's screaming out, Dana! You know what I mean? Like he didn't even take it seriously. So that's why I want to see him in a fight where there's an actual threat. because The Elkins fight. I mean, he was cruising. People really thought that was a robbery. That shit was no robbery. Taylor says. Um. Shark says fight news coming soon for Night Train. Oh, it's time. Um. Yeah, just uh. You never know. So Payman says, Do you know what happened to JoJo after the fight? I heard she. I heard she fainted. Um. So well. uh, We wish her nothing but the best. Daniel says decision probably. Uh, i'm not sure what y'all are talking about pineapple pineapple cook says o'malley tko book it hey he'd be the first guy to knock out cheeto vera in ufc history maybe even mma history so if he can do that that would be quite the feat Tehran, i like this question where is tomas almeida and duho choi haven't heard from those dudes in a while they are missing in action i think duho choi is serving this country in the military if i'm not mistaken and tomas almeida had some kind of issue with his eye after the uh, rob font fight so he's definitely dealing with some injuries hope to see him back uh in the near future you know tomas Almeida is such an exciting fight Uh, he's such an exciting fighter it's just um man i wish his chin was a little better you know i think it's a situation similar to luke where early in his career he just took too many shots and now it's starting to catch up to him whereas luke made the adjustment and luke has got a chin of steel too so there's a little bit of a difference there but he's got that luke striking defense and his chin can't take it so it was really unfortunate because tomas almeida offensively speaking is beautiful to watch uh dude paints a picture out there when he starts teeing off on these guys so i hope to see him back i hope that he can work on some things but yeah we'll have to see because the 2020 bantamweight division is no joke you know again he comes from that frankie signs era but luckily he's still young so we'll see and Duho Choi, uh i'm not sure what to say about that JJ says, Johnny also needs to make sure his chin doesn't get touched. Uh, Johnny Walker, yeah. I feel you. Larry says, Cheeto going to rear naked choke O'Malley. I'm curious to see if he does, um, you know, because, you know, uh, he's going to have to get in the deep waters or or drop him or take him down or something among those lines. So definitely – Teron says, I bet Dana White is pissed his future star lost to Bronson. Um, Yeah, but I mean, the kid's only had a few UFC fights, so he'll be back. He's only 22. He's got plenty of time, man. Vincent says, any night train news, Dan, soon, very soon. SC for all black Beast will insta-tap if the Russian gets into side control and pulls on that neck. There's always a chance. There's always a chance that happens. That's what we got to look out for. Um, for sure. Toronto says, I believe Jeff Neal would knock out Vicente. Z says, Night train 1,000 or value. Minus 1,000 versus who? Slight, uh, Daniel says, slight profit for me. Bet two units on Brown plus 155 and 1. 1.5 units on Brunson at plus 285. Congrats, man. All right. Man, this shit flies by. I have so much fun doing these with y'all. I really appreciate y'all being here. Um, damn, y'all still got some more questions for me, but let's start to uh start to get to the end a little bit here. So if y'all got any more questions for me, just let me know. Below, I'll go ahead and answer them. Um, but I'm starting to get ready to wrap this thing up. So Taylor Ramsey, Luke or Kiesa, or Luque versus Kiesa. I think Kiesa has a fight, right? Doesn't Kiesa have a fight? Mm-hmm. Let me check down for that i mean i got luke in that fight by the way but i think okay no chiesa doesn't have a fight man chiesa loves to pick and choose his fights doesn't he so let's see if he accepts that um i hope he doesn't try to pull the whole never heard of him card you know what i mean because it's like do you know exactly who vicente luke is kyle says i am extremely biased on my favorite fighter luke brown is the man he will be back better hopefully you know what i mean because He wasn't looking too bad, even though he was definitely losing. But the way he got knocked out was so vicious that I hope it doesn't fuck with his confidence too much. Pineapple says that was round two. He almost got knocked out. I know I corrected myself. (laughs) Teron says, I know there's a random topic, um, but are you Irish? I'm not Irish. I get asked that a lot, actually. um, uh, half Mexican, half Romanian. <laughs> it's kind of funny, right? Pineapple Cook says, why did Maya get it? Brunson deserved performance of the night. Um, I don't know. Good question. I kind of thought he did too. Hopefully they gave him something uh, under the table. Taylor says, Usman versus Burns, Covington versus Woodley, Edwards versus Masvidal, Thompson, Waits, Maya versus Chiesa, RDA versus Lukey, uh, Neil versus Magne. Yeah, I could see that. Rex Lee says John Young Park versus John Phillips October seventeenth. Nice. I like that fight. Hopefully uh John Young Park doesn't shoot so we can actually see an exciting standing bang fight with John Phillips because those are always fun to watch. And I like John Young Park's uh UFC debut. Um well let me let me see what his record is, because he's had two fights in the UFC, right? Pretty sure he's had two fights. Okay, so he lost to Anthony Hernandez and beat Marc Andre Barrio. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for that John Young Park John Phillips fight. Should be a good one. Kyle Miller, Herb, Dean, great stoppage this time. Honestly, I thought he should have stopped it at, at the end of that second round. I thought he I thought Edmund got knocked out then, So I would want to I didn't I didn't like that he let Edmund go back out there for that third. MMA KO, have we ever seen 10 plus groin strikes on one card before? I'm not sure. I don't really keep count, but man, there were definitely a lot tonight. Uh, Teron says, What's Bobby Green's ranking at lightweight? I'm not really sure. Um, probably the top 30, something like that. Preston says, Could JoJo have declined the Maya fight? Not a good decision on her and her team's part. Why not just wait for the Valentina fight? Yeah, but you know how these fighters are. They they think that, oh, since I'm supposed to fight Valentina, of course I can beat, uh, you know, Maya and this and that. And plus, you need to get paid. So these fighters, uh, there's something else, man. They, they always think they know better. So just leave it at that. Tron says, I believe John Jones was 23 when he became champ. Yes, I believe you are correct. Kyle Miller says, we need Snoop Dogg and Faber. Let's get that gin and juice. I want to see. Uh, I like that. I'm down with Snoop and Faber. What about like Snoop and Kevin Lee? I think Kevin Lee's pretty funny, or Snoop and Black Beast, Derek Lewis. That'd be a good one, too. I think they got great personalities. Marcelo says, I can't trust Brown's corner and coaches. Brown had him beat. On the boxing plus reach, they should have told him to counter the leg kick. Yeah, I mean, it's easier said than done, man. Um, Brown's never checked kicks his entire career, so this was nothing new, you know what I mean? And Luke, again, this is a a different level, man. Once you hit that top 10, uh, those holes will come back to light and shit will get exposed. So, you know, Brown's got all the athletic tools. He's got the technique. I just feel like he's kind of missing that mean streak for the top 10. So we'll see what he does going forward. Preston says... If Cheeto stops O'Malley late, social media explodes. I agree, it'll be meme city. Goldcap says saying Randy Brown pulled a stunt is disrespectful to Vicente. It's the matchup. Yeah, but the thing is, we're not saying Randy pulled a stunt and that's why he lost. That would be disrespectful. That would be disrespectful to Vicente. What we're saying is that Vicente was on his way to winning no matter what. Vicente was whooping his ass, but the the finishing sequence was randy pulling uh pulling a stunt you know trying to put his hand down to to make that knee you know to make it an illegal knee and then that cost him you know trying to do that so that's kind of what we mean when we say pulling a stunt there but yeah uh, vicente was going to win regardless amazing performance james vick 822 confirmed nope not james vick marcelo i disagree he beat him in the boxing uh y'all are having a little discussion um let's see Kyle Miller luke essentially gets in a dick measuring contest every fight and as a man with a young child who doesn't go to the bar um i'm not sure oh he says he needs a luke in his life yeah 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 luke is the fucking man MMAK says you should set up the super chat function if you can you have to turn it in the monetization section of youtube in case you didn't know no i didn't know so i appreciate you telling me um yeah this is my third live stream ever so um Just rolling with the punches, but I appreciate the heads up because, yeah, it'd definitely be nice to have a little better organization with it. Um, This is a lot of fun. I appreciate y'all sticking around with me, um, getting to the end of these questions real quick. Bill says, it would have been a bad night if I didn't hedge with Brunson plus 350. All my parlays got smashed. Well, congrats on that hedge. That definitely did save you. Good job there. MMAKO says, signs got knocked out like five times in that fight. Yeah, I thought it was like six or seven. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Yeah, he did. uh, Darius says, I'm never betting again. Damn, man, you got to use proper discipline, money management. And uh, I wonder what your bets were, but I I uh, wish you nothing but the best, and sometimes you got to know when to say when. So if it's your time, thank you uh, for your service, Darius. <laughs> no, but I wish you nothing but the best. Taylor says, since we're all bouncing around tonight, myself included, uh, Khabib beats Gaethje, then beats GSP. Where does that put him in the GOAT combo? Uh, right up there, man. Top three uh, for sure. But Bill is saying 28-1, and one, so he's saying Justin Gaethje's going to win. Damn. JJ says Edson versus Stevens is a banger. I agree. Yes, it is. Definitely will be. And JJ says Luke is not small for 170. I know I agree. What, what, what was that dude saying? they he should drop to 55. Like, dude's going to have to cut off both his legs and, like, his ear and make 55. Jonah says, hey, if I can get that Brendan Allen plus 400 ticket, it might be a big bet. Brendan Allen, oh, you mean versus uh, Himayev? So who y'all got if Hamayev and Brendan Allen fight? That'd be an interesting fight. Jared Nitran Gooden news. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, Jared Nitran Gooden's been paying his dues. That that's definitely that's definitely true. Uh, y'all saw that performance he had on uh on uh Titan FC in the main event. Definitely looked uh, like a UFC caliber performance to me. V says, I'd like to see Abdul Razak al-Hassan versus James Vick. I think they're boys and they actually they spar together. Um, for Rizak's last camp, he brought in Vic to help him for uh, you know, so he could like fight like a longer striker, kind of like that uh Lazez guy. But yeah, Lizes, man, that's a serious fucking prospect. Taylor says, speaking of Snoop and Black Beast, Lewis got in the pit at my buddy's show. The footage was awesome. frosted skinny kids around doing their best to shove Derek Lewis around. Man, that'd be scary. Hopefully, Derek didn't hurt anybody, but you know, he's a cool guy, he knows the limits for sure all right guys it's almost time to wrap this up rob says long long time listener of the show much respect to you and Shaq. thank you so uh thank you so much rob truly truly appreciate that my guy jj says kiesa does love to pick and choose uh, his fights yeah he does on a personal note how long have you been practicing BJJ? uh for a little bit man i'm a one strike blue belt under professor d curry um it sucks that this whole COVID shit uh went down because i haven't been training as much you know the last few months but I want to get back in there you know um got that uh got that first drive earlier this year so man and it pissed me off because it was like such an accomplishment because normally like 80 percent of jujitsu practitioners quit after blue belt so when i got my first stripe, it was kind of like letting me know like hey like i'm in this for the long haul i do want to get my black belt one day but then this COVID shit hit and it was like fuck. so I hope to go back very soon. So in the meantime, I've just been like running and doing push-ups and shit like that. But there's nothing like jujitsu. So definitely want to get back in the gym ASAP. Dane, what's up, Dane? He says, I love the post fight stream. I have to ask, are you representing ATL? If so, who are the best uh prospects coming from the dirty south? Hell yeah, I'm representing the ATL to the day I die. Cody Durden, uh, who you saw tonight. Jared Nitrane Gooden, who you'll see pretty soon, Robert Hale. Um, we got a lot of them jamar the rock star whitehead that's my my amateur prospect who's undefeated he's my 21 year old phenom he's about to go pro here soon let me see let me see what he's doing right now if he's not like you know banging a different bitch tonight maybe he wants to um shit i can't use words like that with with non-close friends if he's not banging a new girl tonight maybe he wants to call my show tonight let me see what's up bro want to hop on my live stream for five minutes but uh yeah um of prospects around here uh, my boy juan puerto he's not really i mean he, he is a prospect but he's like super experienced um he was the uh i think he might be the combate champ now i know he was the titan flyweight champ he's a badass there's a lot of guys incel revolution says i think it's time for shabazi to leave uh, glendale fight club yeah but i mean like what do you want him to do like like what exactly is Glenvale doing that's fucking him up is what uh i'm curious about you know what i mean because like i don't think he's that bad i just think he's kind of young and green you know just give him time to develop honestly is uh what he uh needs to do I, I feel like he says yeah but having edmund as your coach is like having a chiropractor perform heart surgery on you." I mean that's funny but like you know you walk you walk into his gym you'll see six UFC belts on the wall so again I don't think he's that bad I just think that you know some of the shit he said in the Ronda era was more so like like so it's either say that she's going to go out there and like knock out Floyd Mayweather or say that she'd get knocked the fuck out obviously he's not going to publicly say she'd get knocked out cuz then he's going to miss out on all that money so you know this game this game is a business you got to understand that and you got to take one for the team for the guys on your team you know and have their back no matter what even if it looks a certain way so i feel like people need to understand that sc for all says both kiesa and Nibio only want to fight the easiest opponents uh, hold on a second yes i agree but Pons, why do people shit on my boy Pons? firstly Pons has been out with like some like serious injuries man like i heard that he almost died and he's like just can't catch a break so i don't see how ponds has been wanting to fight easy opponents um i disagree i think ponds is a scary dude i just wish he could be healthy daniel says herb's been slipping for a while herb dean yeah i agree uh he has man taylor says i already talked to Shaq about this y'all ever make it to h-town let a long-haired brother know i want to take y'all out buy you foods and drinks and talk about that life that mma life i appreciate that man we would love to um how hot is it in Houston right now? I know H Town is kind of hot right now, but I'm definitely down. Head movement! Head movement! I know that, that was a that was a classic line. Definitely was. You from the South, Fo oh, Shizzle. Yeah, born and raised Atlanta, Georgia, till the day I die. Uh you already know the deal. All right, so I'm just doing a quick little scroll up to make sure I didn't miss nothing. And then uh after that, we're about to call it. You know, it's uh, 2 a 2 a.m. So I appreciate y'all sticking around with me. Pineapple Cook says, Khabib is choking out Justin, lock of the year. Speaking of that, um, I got a friend who um, put 24K on Khabib to win 10K. <laughs> That's how confident he is. So um, at least he agrees with you, right? <laughs> there's, there's, You got that going for you. He's pretty fucking sharp. He does this shit for a living. So we'll see what happens in that one. Um, it's interesting because you know Justin's got the D one background. So what if he's able to keep the standing? Then what? You know that's uh that's what makes it such an interesting fight. All right, guys. I think yeah. You know, what's up? What's up? I'm gonna have to block this guy out. That was easy. <laughs> spamming the spamming the chat. All right, guys. Thank you so fucking much. I truly truly appreciate it. Let's start doing this shit regularly um i'm gonna be back next week you guys already know where to follow me my show half the battle which you're listening to right now my other show with dan tom line movement at line underscore movement on twitter line movement.com the line movement mma benny show that's my new show with dan tom Uh, it's different than my show with shaq as you know with shaq it's just a different like we just have a different vibe you know what i mean with me and shaq uh i guess we'll you know say more like you know, more, 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 more of the inappropriate jokes, and I guess with Dan Thomas, more technical or so. So y'all, let me know what you think. And um also got the Patreon show with Brett Appley and Kyle Marley, and we talk about some fun shit there too. So yeah, uh, I really appreciate you guys so much. Thank you very much. Follow me at Best Five Picks, BestFivePicks.com. Shout out to my sponsor for today's show, Squares and Sharps. Thank you all very much for sponsoring this episode. To all of my supporters, my fans, thank you guys so fucking much. You guys really uh, make my day, make my year. Truly appreciate it all. We will speak soon. And until the next time, let's catch.